legend tells of a ring created by an ancient evil that gave its wearer the power to enslave the world. Believed lost for centuries, it has now been found. Is it secret? Is it safe? This is the One Ring, forged by the Dark Lord Sauron. Sauron needs only this ring to cover all the lands of a second darkness. He's seeking it. Seeking it all. His thought is bent on it. Cass, we're back with another episode of Date Night. How are you feeling? Good as always. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling tired from this week and this movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. And it was just like the longest, strangest watch for a movie, I think. Really? Yeah, because... We did the extended version. We'll get into it. We'll get into the. We'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> but first of all, I'm your co-host for the episode, Kyle, and I'm the other one, Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, I like that. And this is Dave. Right? So before we get into why this was a strange wash and what we're even covering, Cass, did we even really have a date night this week? No. It seems like since we moved back to the state of Maine, our dates have been getting more and more boring. Yeah. And we don't really do anything. It's also like the winter months. I like to hibernate. I pack on like about 150 pounds and I try to sit on my couch as much as possible. I know I'm not a guy who likes the cold. No. I don't like doing things in the cold. In the summertime, we do more. In the fall, we do more. But until I start to see grass, my ass is on the couch, okay? Right. And meanwhile, I would love to go skiing, but I have no one to go skiing with. So. Yeah, I'm and not you can't, doing that. That's not really something you can do alone. No, you should definitely go with somebody. Because how many people, like, I feel like skiing is so much more dangerous than people think. Yeah, like, if I, like, go off into the woods which you and would. no one's there with me, who's going to find me? Also feel like we've, we've found cheaper places to go but i just feel like getting started with skiing is like expensive yeah and it's just like another expensive ass hobby that involves me being cold and covered in snow i also wouldn't mind going ice skating oh my god ice skating i like ice fishing too i actually like ice fishing i like drinking on ice while other people fish is what i should say the only thing is the ice isn't very thick this year no it hasn't been so i probably wouldn't go ice fishing no no, I've heard that it's very... A guy at work is actually talking about this, that his buddy said it's, like, so thin he hasn't gone at all this year. Yeah. It's just a weird year for... It's been more rainy than anything. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, that means we'll get spring sooner and we can have more fun date nights. Because our date night this week was... And it's not, wow, I feel so mean saying that. It wasn't that we didn't have fun. I mean, we hung out with your brother. Yeah. But, like, we just didn't, like, do anything. Like, he came no. over, we watched TV, we, watched we TV. talked, we got Thai food. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, we all just kind of, like, I don't know... They just chilled. Just chilled. Yeah, we just chilled. And <laughs> my the, brother brought his dog. I was gonna say the boys got to see each other for the first time in a while, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And it was like that's what my big issue was because we live in an apartment, and I was like, Brody and Baxter are gonna go nuts with each other. They're gonna mm-hmm. slam their teeth into each other. They're gonna go crazy because whenever they see each other, it's just go 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 go. Mm-hmm. And Franklin loves to fucking scream at them. And he is the shrieking bark that just drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and it just adds so much unnecessary volume to what is already a very loud play date for these two. Mm-hmm. 
I was blown away. These motherfuckers were excellent. Yeah. I was shocked. I was really, really shocked. They were so grown. Yeah, they're like old men now. I don't miss it. Like, I don't miss <laughs> the slamming and the, the body checking and, like, the constant, like, panting. Yes. And so... They watered all over all the All over the house, exactly. Which still pant- kind of happened, but... Because <laughs> they'll be pant... They used to, like, be, like, exhausted, panting. They'd go slobber up some water... And then they walk around the house and there's just slobber yeah. everywhere. But yeah. they don't do that anymore. Or they didn't. They didn't, yeah, they didn't pant and slobber and then <laughs> pant again and play and shit. It was just more like, hey, what are you doing? What am I doing? What are we doing? Oh, let's go get some water. You know what yeah. I mean? It was just a nice, relaxing night. Yeah. And I am officially an old man. I know I'm only 27, but I didn't even make it to 10 o'clock. No. Chase was like, I think I'm going to hit the old dusty trail around 9.17, and I was asleep at 9.20. Like, oh, let's go like, to bed. He left, and I was like, man, I don't really like feel like staying up, so I might as well go to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, go, go to bed, I guess. Yeah, we are. I can I actually cannot physically stay up past 10 p.m. anymore. Yeah. like Unless it's a work night. For some reason, yeah. on work nights, <laughs> I'll just like stay up. And read or scroll on my phone, yeah. and it'll be ten thirty, and I'll be like, "You gotta be up in six hours. You gotta go to bed." Right. But, but on Saturday, weekend, exactly. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, I'm in bed by nine. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, <laughs> I have a hard time putting myself to bed. I'm always like, "It's only nine. I gotta go to bed." Like on weekends, I don't have to go to bed yet. I I'm just like I physically cannot stay up any yeah. longer than nine thirty. That's like the latest I got in me now. Yep. It just feels so old. We gotta change that. I mean, we got it's it's winter. It's winter. I'm telling you right now. My hibernation <laughs> is just like in full effect. Once I see some grass, I'll be happy. Once I, I see think some you're grass, like I'll be happy. this all the time, <laughs> year round. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I'm just a tired guy. I'm a sli- I'm definitely gonna be that dad that like comes home from work and sleeps in the chair all night. Like I'm gonna be like, no, I mean, kind of. I'm gonna put myself in the chair, put one hand on my pants, grab the remote, put the, something on the TV, and fall asleep. <laughs> and when anyone tries to grab the remote and take it, I'm gonna be like, I'm watching that. You know what I mean? That's gonna be me as fuck. Oh, for sure. There. <laughs> And I'm also going to be the dad that's like, I hear I hear our kids upstairs doing something, or something and I'm just like, I yell rather than go look at it, because I'm like, I, I got to get up, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to yell, and if they don't stop, I'll let your mom do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. But I'm just, I'm a sleepy guy. I'm just a yep. sleepy-ass guy. I mean, we, we get up early. We yeah. both work pretty physically taxing jobs. Yeah, we both stand a lot. Stand, so, walk. It's hard work standing. It is. It is. Like, we're both sore constantly. Ozzy's listening to this screaming because he's like, I have to move hundreds of hundreds of packages every day. You know what, Ozzy? I move people. So, come at Uh, me now, all right? uh, No, but honestly, like, I don't know how people do this. Like, you're 27. I'm 25. Going to be 26 this month. Yeah, it's your birthday month. Oh, my God, that's right. And I... I'm terrified for what I feel like <laughs> when I'm 50. I am because I don't know how people. I I get up in the morning and I'm hobble into the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So, wish me luck. Wow, what an eventful date night conversation this was. <laughs> We're decrepit. I could talk about being tired and old for hours on I end. Know. I could have a whole podcast we on talk being about tired. It every day but, much. but we must move on to. What we're covering, why we're covering it, 
and why this was such a strange watch. Let's go ahead and get into that. The ring was made in the fires of Mount Doom. Only there can it be unmade. It must be taken deep into Mordor and cast back into the fiery chasm from whence it came. One of you must do this. It was my pick this week, and I shocked Kyle, and I'm probably going to shock the masses out there. The movie I picked was Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah, I was blown away. I was blown away because February is like the lover's month. (laughs) So I figured we'd get something that is like a love story or something like that. I don't know. But you picked, you shocked me and picked something so out of your element. Yes. Which it really isn't when I stop and think about it because you love fantasy <laughs> novels, you love Game of Thrones. Yeah. Why would you not pick this? It just, for some reason, Lord of the Rings feels different than Game of the Thrones, Akatar, like any of those other things. So I was shocked yes. that you picked this movie. In all fairness, well, I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. I've never seen The Hobbit. However, I know that they're huge movie franchises. And... I'm in the fan. I'm in the fantasy mood right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm still reading Court of Thorns and Roses series. I'm on the third book now. I think last time we talked, I was on the second book. Mm-hmm. I'm now on the third book, and I'm just craving all things fantasy. Like, ask Kyle. I literally looked up on my phone. Movies that are like A Court of Thorns and Roses. TV shows that are mm-hmm. like A Court of Thorns and Roses. Because I'm just like, del- I'm deep. I am deep into the fantasy world and I am loving it. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, you know what? Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's got to be Lord of the Rings this week. I like. I, I was like, not upset by it at all. I and really then, appreciated the, the pick. And then Kyle told me it was almost four hours long and I was like, oh. Yeah, so this gets into why it was such a weird watch for us, because we watched the extended version, because if we're going to watch anything, we're going to watch it all, like we're going to watch the complete extended edition. So it's three hours and I believe, I want to say 48 minutes, Yeah. but the last 21 minutes is just credits, so I mean it's like three and a half hours, a little less than three Mm -hmm. and a half hours. Uh, But yeah, I made you watch the extended edition, and why did this get weird? You guys have been like listening to me say that over and over I know. and over why again. Not, why it got it weird get... because we kept pausing it, and the first 30 minutes oh, took okay. us almost an hour and 10 minutes to yeah. watch. So in honor of talking about our ailments, <laughs> I get these migraines where my vision gets kind of weird, and if I don't close my eyes, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So we were about 20, 20 we were minutes 17 in. minutes in <laughs> on the, the dot. I, I looked at it and I was like, 17 minutes in, this is going to be a long day. And I started to get that kaleidoscope vision and I was like, I'm, we got to pause it. I was like, I got to go under the blanket and close my eyes for 15 minutes. And usually that, like I, I drink, the, I chugged some water. I had Kyle get me some ibuprofen and I literally just sat in the dark for 15 minutes and I was good. Yeah. I still had a headache after, but the vision, the messed up vision was gone. Yeah. But... That was how we started the movie. <laughs> started the movie that way. And then we also paused it because uh, I, I put it on and you weren't ready. Yeah. Because you're making popcorn. And I was yeah. like, oh shit. And then I was like, well, let's get the mooding right then. So we closed all the curtains. We got our uh, <laughs> numerous sensey things going. We got our string lights going. And I was like, let's get full into it, man. Yeah. If we're going to do, do it right. Um, so like the first hour of the movie was actually just the first 30 minutes. Like it took <laughs> us a while to get into it. And then randomly... 
we're sitting there with like 40 minutes to go and Cass is like we should I wish we had a bigger TV and so I was like pause I'm gonna look at all the TVs online that we could potentially buy and we should watch Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings from 2001 the extended edition on a bigger nicer flatter longer TV so then I almost bought a TV and like drove to Walmart to pick it up and then we paused it again so we could measure, like, get the measurements. Yeah. And it was just, like, the most scattered watch of a movie in a long time. At one point, we paused it so we could have a bathroom break, mm-hmm. which is a beauty uh, that you don't get in cinemas. You don't get to do that in the theater, which was nice about watching this at home. We talked about that a little bit before we started it. You were like, I can't wait to watch this here because at the very least, if I need to get up and go to the bathroom, I can just pause it and get up and go. Right. And I was like, with a three hour, three hour and, you know, 48 minute movie, that makes all the difference in the world. I mean, that's another reason why I didn't go see Killers of the Flower Moon in theaters. It's three and a half hours long. I had to pause that movie four times to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Right. Especially like I have, I don't actually, I don't know if I actually have ADHD, but I have a very hard time focusing for a long period of time. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I just have a lot of things that, like, pop into my head. And I'll be like, oh, I need to do this. And, oh, I need to do this. And I don't I don't know if it's ADHD or if I just had a, have a short attention span. Or if I just have a million things going through my head at once. Because I'm just an overthinker. I need to be able to pause the movie. Right. <laughs> it to helps. Say, I need a little bit of break if I need to. Because, Kyle, when we, when we watch these movies for the podcast, I'm obviously not allowed to be on my phone. You gotta pay attention. And so sometimes I just need a little break to check a text message, check a Snapchat, maybe scroll. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why it's so important to watch. If you're going to watch a long movie like this, you got to just wait till you can do it at home. I would not be able to sit in the theater for that long. Also, oh, no like, chance. I need to be able to, like, switch positions, like, like sit up, lay down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be comfortable. It's for... a game changer to be able to throw your legs up and lay on your side and then lay <laughs> right. on your back and then flip to the other side of the couch, which I did at one point. I got up and moved to the other side of the couch because I was like, I'm not comfortable here anymore. I'm exactly. just going to get up and move. <laughs> I was sitting behind you and I was laying down because you were in our little eggshell chair and you had moved it closer to the TV and I was sitting on the couch behind you laying down on like my side and it was like you it was the perfect view because I couldn't you weren't blocking the screen uh-huh. so I could see the screen perfectly and I was like oh this is just so comfortable because I prefer that side of the couch <laughs> um, but what's funny is I actually like just as like a joke what I was going to do at the end of this is count how many times <laughs> that you got distracted with the movie and yeah. had to stop he didn't it was like once right now and I was very I was shocked because I was like for sure she's going to be like Oh, I gotta go uh, grab my crochet thing, or right. oh, hold on, I forgot that I needed to like fold this laundry or whatever. And I was like, you didn't do anything. You were just like, I have a migraine. Oh, we should get a bigger TV, and that was it. And I was super surprised because this is almost a four-hour movie, and right. you have our time sitting for like an hour and a half. Which I think that kind of like gives props to the movie. The movie Absolutely, the movie held my attention, even though it was a three and a half-hour movie. It held my attention, which is hard to hold. Right. What's actually funny is I have that written down as one of my topics, so why don't we just move into that? Sure. One of the very last things that I wrote down in my notes was, at any point, did this movie lose you? 
I don't think so. I can't think of a time when I was like, you're, you're losing me, Smalls. You're losing me, Smalls. <laughs> you're killing me. Yeah, no, I, I wondered about that because it's the opening movie to a franchise, so it's very exposition heavy. Mm-hmm. And you're introduced to so many characters and so much lore that it can be incredibly overbearing. But I think the movie spaces out the introduction of the characters so well that you can get a little overwhelmed at certain points, but it's never so much that you can't... It's never so much that you're like, fuck it, they've lost me. Right. It's But it's enough to keep you like engaged. You're like, oh, who's this character now? And, oh, what do they have to do now? Where are they now? You know what I mean? It, right. it keeps you on your toes. And I think the way the exposition was laid out and the way the characters were introduced was just done so well that you were just... I mean, and the acting. I mean, the actors, too. Like, Sean, when Sean Bean shows up and you're like, oh, my God. That's dark. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, there we go, baby. That's what I was looking for. And Orlando Bloom shows up and you're like, what the fuck? Like... I think that also did a good job of, like, keeping you sucked in. Yeah. I also, like, I may be, uh, uh, like, this may be an unpopular opinion, but Ooh, I to hear this. honestly love the world-building bu- parts of things. Like, the world-building parts of my books, the world-building parts of the movie. The action stuff is great, but I love, I really like all, like, the little details, like, how this came to be and what it, life is like here mm. and, like... I like, I like world building. Then the first 30 minutes must have been, like, your favorite part of the yeah. movie. That shit's awesome. And because, honestly, like, I just start to think about, like, this is all made up. This person, J.R.R. Tolkien, he created a world in his head. Right. And has now built it for all of us so we can see it, too. And it's, I just think that's so cool. Like, reading my books now, I'm just like, someone created all of this in their head. And it's such a big expansive world with different locations and different um species and different just languages too language like they're speaking different powers languages and just all this different lore and it's just so cool to me and i just wish all of it was real i have the utmost respect for anybody who puts pen to paper and comes up with shit like this yeah it's a crazy but to the grand scale that tolkien made Lord of the Rings and Peter Jackson then adapted mm-hmm. was just mind-boggling. Right. Everything because about this movie, this movie could have... I mean, and to be fair, in my opinion, out of all three of them, this is not a hot take. This is... If I had to rank them like third to first, this would be number three. Oh, really? But when I say it's last, I do not mean that as in this is a bad movie. Right. But it just does so much of the heavy lifting in terms of like, we have to introduce everything that needs to happen for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it in four hours, essentially. But they never once have a downbeat. Right. Every single time they start to like slope towards something where I'm like, okay, what are we doing now? Like, come on, give me something here. They hit you with something. Right. And I never reach the point of like, oh my God, we got to go through this again or we got to get meet this character. It's all done so well that you just, you can't help but be sucked into the world. Exactly. I actually wrote in my notes... No wonder this movie is so long. The world building is crazy. Yeah, yeah. They have to do so much mm-hmm. to just lay the foundation of what this world is. I mean, the first... It's not even the first 30 minutes. I'm exaggerating. It's like the first 15 minutes. But those first 15 minutes are all exposition. And it's excellent. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Yep. And the narrator just being like, here's the world that you're entering. It's right. like, and this I is kinda, all it I is. I kind of liked that. I loved that it. They just had like a narrator explain like... Explain, like this is how this came to be. It all stemmed from this. And now we have all these groups of, of creatures and they blah, 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 blah. It's just like, I liked that, that you had that 20 minutes of just right. the narrator being like, 
Because it kind of rounded it up. Because that, that part alone could have been another hour. Right. Right. But. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about... Uh, this is another thing I have written down in my notes. Let's talk about the gang. The Fellowship of the Ring. Right? Yeah. I gotta tell you. Pippin and Mary, they fucking suck. Yeah. They're the worst people in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I know their characters are meant to like kind of get them into a little bit of trouble here and there. That's fine. But they fucking suck. They're awful. Like, as... People, they're the worst. And I, I just like, they're easily my least favorite characters in the whole movie. And mm-hmm. it's because everything they do just fucks everything up that they're trying to accomplish. Yes. I, think, I agree. I think multiple times during the movie, I groaned when they did something. Like, and oh at one point, you were like, God. Yeah, at one point, you were like, I hate these two. Like, I hate them. <laughs> just stop being idiots. And that's all it is. They're <laughs> fucking morons. One of the most uh, key scenes is when they're cooking bacon. And you're like, they're fucking cooking, and Sam's also doing it. Samwise is also with them cooking, yes. but I mostly blame Pippin and Mary for some reason. It was definitely their idea. It was definitely their idea, and uh, they're cooking, and um, Frodo's like, "Oh no, put that fire out!" And you, you literally said, "Are you fucking dumb?" Yeah. These people are searching for you, and you're cooking. You're literally lighting a fire and directing them to you. Mm-hmm. It just felt like they were so obnoxiously dumb. But out of the Fellowship, I think those were the only two characters that I truly dislike. Yeah. It's not even that. They're, they're fine. They do what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? They're supposed to be the idiots, the mischievous ones. That's fine. They're obnoxious. Yeah. I think Samwise, and this is going to get me ooh, skewered, ooh, ooh. I think Samwise and Frodo do the absolute least. Oh. I like them, and I like their relationship, and I like that Frodo's willing to go on this journey, but in terms of... Because he has to be protected. He can't do... He's a hobbit. He can't do much to defend himself. They have to rely so heavily on Aragorn and uh, Sean Bean's characters to basically protect them. You know what I mean? So I feel like those characters do much more. And so I like them more. And Orlando Bloom. Don't forget. And Legolas. Can't forget Legolas. Oh my god. Cannot forget (laughs) Legolas. I have to admit, his his action scenes are so boring it's just him oh. standing there and he's like bang 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 and i'm like yeah man you have a bow and arrow katniss could do this shit oh no i like legolas he's one of my favorite characters he's awesome orlando bloom is hot as fuck i get it he's awesome i was just like all these people were running at him and you have like aragon stabbing people in the throat and he's just like arrow 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 and i'm like yeah man that's cool frodo is adorable yeah he is absolutely he's so cute and it's also he may not seem brave but what he's doing is very brave. No, I completely agree. I even yeah, I think what he's like. I even said that him going on the journey is awesome in and of itself because he didn't even want to. Right. You know what I mean? He didn't want to do any of this. He just he's just forced to. Mm-hmm. And also, I have in my notes, Samwise Gamgee may low key be one of the best characters. I think his love for Frodo. The loyalty is awesome. on yeah. that one. The loyalty. The loyalty. Like he is just. He's. I made a promise. Mm-hmm. And I intend to keep it. Yeah. And he's just so loyal. And, like, that honestly makes him, like, he knows he ain't, he knows he ain't got shit. But he's still going to give his all to protect Frodo because he promised you it. Yeah. I do truly believe he's probably the bravest because he, he always, when his back against the wall, he absolutely is willing to fight. Like, when right. they're stuck in Moria and they have to fight those uh, orcs, he's right. like, fuck it, we're fighting the orcs. Love it. I just, and when I say, like, they don't, aren't, like, my favorite or they don't do much, I, this is not a negative thing. I love their relationship and I love them as characters, especially moving forward. 
and I love that Frodo, like Frodo is so brave and so Samwise. I'm just saying that when it comes to interesting characters and like what the character is doing, I'm much more interested in like Aragorn's, Aragorn Aragorn's is, story Aragorn's and what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's the man. He is. Like he is just so, he just like, what is the word I'm trying to say? Like his moral compass mm. and just like, he, he just knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Like with no question in his head. He just knows. Yeah. At the ending, when they're like, you're just letting them go. They've crossed the river. What are you doing? He's like, let's go orc hunting. And everyone's like, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Let's just go orc hunting. Because he knows that, you know, we'll get there eventually. You know what I mean? Right. And he's just, yeah, he's just like so honorable. Yeah. And also like such a badass. Yeah. He's the Jon Snow of (laughs) of the fucking uh, middle of Middle Earth. He's the Jon Snow of Middle Earth. He's, He's awesome too. I think he may, he may, he's high key the best character. Samwise Gamgee for me is low key the best character. Yeah, no, I agree. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's because Samwise has the same exact attributes as Aragorn. It just he, he does. doesn't have the skill. He just doesn't have the exactly, exactly. He doesn't have the physical, like, like he doesn't have that prowess, that physical ability to be that person. Right. But he still tries to be that exactly. person, and that's why he's a awesome character, but Aragorn's actually doing the shit and right. doing more of the protecting than Samwise and Frodo. Exactly. But, like, that's why, like, in, I have such a soft spot for Samwise because he's not he's not pathetic by no. any means. He's no. He's not pathetic, but he's just, like, the way he, he just has, like, the puppy dog face. And, like, yeah. the way he looks at Frodo, he's like, you're not leaving. He's like, I have to come with you. He's right. like, I made a promise. I have to. Like, right. um, I'm gonna protect you to, like, the ends of the earth or whatever. It's not earth, but... Middle earth. You know what I mean. And so you just like... He does... He's doing the exact same thing as Aragon, just at, with less skill. He's easy to love. Yes. I think everyone... Everyone in the Fellowship is easy to love. They're all extremely likable guys except for Sean Bean's character, whose name I cannot fucking remember. It is driving me nuts. Boromir. Boromir. Thank you. Jesus. And it's not that he's unlikable. I do like him. It's just that you can tell he's he wants the ring because he's yeah. he's going to be corrupted by the power mm-hmm. and you just know it's coming. But even in the end, he dies a hero and right. he's like he's like I would have followed you into like uh, to the ends of earth right. and you're like fuck yeah, dude. Fuck he, yeah. He is power hungry and so you can tell like he has like an angel and a devil on his shoulder. Yes. Like, I think he's power hungry for the right reason though. He's trying to be good, but he also has that side that's just like edges him towards the wrong direction. Right. And so the entire movie, you're kind of like, you're questioning his authenticity yeah. throughout like this movie. Because you don't desires. know if he's actually there f- for good reasons or mm. if he's eventually going to end up kind of back, like side, yeah. bl- blindsiding them. Yeah. I think his desire to get the ring and why he wants it, you can get why. Because he's like, my people are going to die. You know what I mean? Like, we have to use this ring to protect my people. He just wants to use it against Sauron. And you're like, yeah, no, I get that. That's a that's a valid reason to want the ring. But the problem is that once you get it, you can clearly see it's going to corrupt you. So you just he you don't want him to get it. Yeah. But even then, you still aren't... You don't dislike him. You know what I mean? He's just... Right. He's just fighting with himself, you know? Um, what's funny is I wrote about him... Edward Stark comes to yet another gruesome death. <laughs> how funny would it have been if they cut his head off? Yeah. But that's how he dies. <laughs> poor Sean Bean. He gets killed in fucking everything he's he in. He does. That poor guy. And 
for no particular reason. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I want to say is this blends so many genres together. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a fantasy adventure. That's what we're going for here. But, dude, there are legitimate moments where I was dying at how funny this was. Like, it was so unexpectedly hilarious. Like, whenever fucking uh, Gandalf is in a scene, essentially, yeah. he picks Samwise up through the window and slams him onto the table. I was fucking screaming laughing. Like, this <laughs> is so awesome. But it's also, there are moments where I was like, damn, I don't remember this being actually somewhat scary. Mm-hmm. Like, when you get the people who are, like, riding those horses. Again, the names escape me. I apologize to everyone listening who's like, oh, my God, it's this, this, this. Um, when those people are chasing them and uh, they're riding on those horses and they have the cloaks pulled over their head, it's like... Holy shit, this is actually intimidating. It's actually a little scary. Mm -hmm. And I think it just blends all of these genres seamlessly into a fantasy adventure. Also, when they're... um, I forget where they are, but the orcs are just surrounded. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, when they're in Moria. Yeah. Yeah. And And I'm like, they're ain't getting out of here. Yeah. And you you even said that when they were like... When they... um, they're being chased into that grand hall area, them, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, they're going to be surrounded. And they started coming from the ceilings and yeah. all that shit. You're like, oh my god. Out of god. the cracks in the ceiling. Yeah, you just know the creepy. doom is coming. Look and then, like spiders. Yeah, yeah, they pretty much, yeah, they literally were like crawling down from the ceiling mm-hmm. like insects, like bugs. Yeah. And it was, it was scary, man. It was, and when the orcs are made, like that orc is just like yeah. pulled from the mud and he wakes up, he like is born and he chokes that other one to death and you're like, Jesus Christ, man, been alive for six seconds and you murdered somebody. <laughs> Relax. He's choosing violence. Yeah. You, you, you came into being and chose violence. It was just fucking crazy. But that actually leads me to something I want to talk about that I've written down. It's the last thing I have in my notes. Um, the visual effects. Oh my God. Holy That's what I Christ. said. I said for coming out in 2001, this movie looks impeccable. It's one of the Best looking movies I've ever watched, including today's shit. Yeah. It is it holds impeccable. Up. It's it holds up excellent. There are only like a handful of moments where I was like, iffy. Uh-huh. But the fact this came out in 2001, first of all, the makeup and practical effects artists mm-hmm. need all the praise in the world. They made those motherfuckers look like orcs. Congratulations. Right. You know and what I mean? And the Hobbit's feet. And the Hobbit's feet, exactly. And also Peter Jackson's attention to detail when it comes to height, excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. How I don't know how the fuck they did it. How but did like, they make them look Gandalf so small? is like his head's hitting the ceiling, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Frodo is like coming up to his knee, and you're like, how? Like uh, it, it, it just <laughs> I it was know beautiful. How they did it. It was great. I'm assuming because uh, a lot of them the hobbits aren't looking at the at the screen at the camera. They're like facing away, and so I'm assuming they used a child, a small child or something. <laughs> um, but there are moments when they're looking right, they're facing each other, and you're like, how the fuck? Is he coming up to this man's knee right now? It right. just blew my did, mind. Did they have like two like different sets where like so like the Hobbit House and the Shire, which the Shire is adorable. I'm obsessed with the Shire. I would absolutely live in the Shire. But maybe they had two of Bilbo's houses and they filmed Frodo and one that was oversized, so he looked tiny. And yeah. they filmed Gandalf and yeah. one that was small, Smaller, so he for was sure. Huge. I don't, I don't know. know. I really I don't, don't know. know how that's how they do it, but I actually that's don't what know. Comes to my mind. I've never looked up. I've never looked up any of that. Never looked into it. But that's an interesting question that I, I would do like want to know. know. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, how but they the, make them look but that actually sizes. that's actually bringing up another thing. The set designs for this shit. Oh uh, yeah, beautiful. Everyone who had a hand in creating this world, just like the way the characters looks, from even the even the elves, the way the elves looked, their skin was like 
pale as fuck with the like beautiful glowy. white hair. Like they were also like glow. Like their yeah, skin they, was iridescent yeah. almost, like glowy. Absolutely. I just like this movie looks remarkable even by 2024 standards. I do not know how you have a movie today. Marvel puts out a $200 million movie and it doesn't even come close to touching what they did in 2001. How the fuck is that possible? I don't know. I mean, it's just... I remember I remember watching this for the first time. I, I'm a late comer to Middle Earth. I didn't watch it until like six years ago for the first time. Maybe, maybe five. But I was even blown away then and I'd forgotten quite a bit until we rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Or I rewatched it. Uh, how fucking beautiful... Everything looks. There's a scene where the camera's panning over um, a hole in the ground, essentially, where the orcs are being born, and they zoom in on it. And I'm like, this is all CGI. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't tell. It was awesome. Right. It looked beautiful. Ooh, also, the palace where the elves yeah. live. Their whole entire like society. Oh, amazing. With like the waterfall running under yeah. it. Yeah. Through it. And I'm just like, oh my god. That would be an amazing spa. Yeah, absolutely. An amazing spa, she <laughs> says. That's great. You just are like getting your massage and you're hearing the water running underneath you. Mm. I'd be relaxing as fuck. Right? Not that refrigerator sound you hear in the background. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I just, I remember even, I couldn't even hold it in when we were watching it. We try very hard not to talk to each other about the movie, when the movie is on or after. But I had to say it, even in the middle of it, I was like, God damn, this thing looks great. Yeah. It looks fucking great. I can't even help myself. I just think they did an excellent job, and unfortunately it goes downhill on The Hobbit, obviously. Oh, really? But, oh yeah, The Hobbit looks way worse than but they're, Lord of the Rings. But are they newer? Oh yeah, huh. much, much newer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings is 2001, 2002, 2003, and The Hobbit is like 13, 14 maybe? I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. I never watched The I watched The Hobbits, but I didn't watch them when they came out. I huh. watched them at the same time I watched Lord I of the Rings. I don't why. I don't, CGI. I feel like they just CGI'd everything. Mm. Whereas they actually, they went to New Zealand. And True. fucking used the actual landscape to film, which must have been brutal. Absolutely brutal for these guys to to film this shit. But, I mean, that's all I had in my notes. Did you have the anything only, else in yeah, your notes? Yeah, the only last thing I wanted to talk about was the cliffhanger ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually great. I, I should have written down the ending because I did have some thoughts I wanted to because ask Because we're obviously going to have to watch the next one now. Yes. Like, you just, there, nothing is answered. Nothing. In the first one. They and barely get started. And I get it. I Get, I understand why they did that because they yeah. knew ahead of time that it was going to be a series of movies. But I, oh, I hate cliffhanger endings. Like Imagine that. if they this movie bombed and, and they, they were like, "That's it, another one." Can't do a sequel. Got just, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no closure. Like Aragorn, Legolas, they and who? I think there was one. Gimli more. or whatever his name is. Who's that little dwarf guy? Uh, forgot about the dwarf. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. At all. <laughs> Clearly, we didn't care. Um, they run off. They run off to kill some orcs. Yeah. And Samwise and Frodo head towards Mordor. Is that what and it's called? It. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's it. And, and you don't it. know. You don't know what happened. Anything that happens. I would. I would so. have cried. I think I would have cried if that's how it went down. I know. So I'm really glad it panned out and everyone loved this movie. I would have had to read the book. Yeah. So. No, I just. I think the way they end it is great because it does exactly what it's supposed to. It leaves you like, that's it? It just ends. It just fucking stops. They cross the river. They're on the other side. Aragorn is like, okay, we got to go kill some orcs. They go kill some orcs. 
and it's just credits. Right. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? How was that the ending? Right. But that's the point because that's the perfect ending point. They're splitting up. We're going to reconvene in the sequel. It's genius. It right. makes people want more. They have some exactly. at the base. Like you need more. Right. And there's no easy way to decide where you're going to end a movie like this. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a it's a book, so it's hard to figure out where you would end. But I think they did a fantastic job at just stopping it. They were like, mm-hmm. we're just done. See you in a year. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought the ending was great. And I think they did a fantastic job having Samwise and Frodo have that moment together where he where where Samwise almost drowning drowns because and Frodo saves he's him. He's willing to die for that promise. Like he right. will die for that promise. He's he, like, I don't care if I drown in this lake right now. Right. I'm fulfilling my promise. He full on walked into the water and almost purposely drowned knowing, knowing he was gonna die because he wanted uh, Frodo to take him seriously. He's like, I'm coming with you, dude. Like you're like we're you not going alone. I, you can't leave me behind. And them sharing that moment when he's like, I mean, I I'm, I would go with you anywhere. Like, I, I made a promise. Mm-hmm. And they take off. They should have kissed there. But they take off and they're like going to the other side of the lake. That is such a great moment to wrap up right. what we're seeing now. And then, oh, we're going to go kill some orcs. And then you just, you know what's coming in the sequel. Right. Samwise and, and them continue and they go this way. And I think the, I think the one reason why Samwise takes that promise so seriously is because it was too Gandalf. Yeah. And Gandalf died. And so now Samwise is like, I I gotta follow through with that promise because Gandalf is dead. Mm-hmm. If he's yeah. actually dead, yeah, maybe so, he's not actually dead. I don't so, know. I also think he just takes it very seriously even before Gandalf um, yeah. falls to his doom. Right. Because when they're in that, that field, I mean, yeah. he's like, you can't leave without me. I, I'm coming with you. And I think it made it more serious when that happened. I think it made it sink in a little more. I think it made Frodo realize that Samwise isn't just like talking a big game. Right. He he means it, mm-hmm. and he will protect you if it means losing his own life. I mean, he almost fucking drowned. Of all the things, dude, they were in Moria and they were gonna get killed and murked, and he's like fighting these orcs and a fucking troll, and uh, for to drown to death. What a yeah. shitty way to go! <laughs> like you're doing all this crazy brave stuff, and you're like, oh, I walked too deep into the water. This and is I it for me. Know how to swim. <laughs> But no, I, I think the way they wrapped it up was blunt. It was the right way to do it. And I think it, it leaves people wanting more. But it, it's very easily, if this did not pay off, that ending would have been trashed forever. Right. But I, I think it was fine. What do you think? You agree? Yeah, yeah. I agree. It needs to be like that. Cliffhanger yeah. endings suck, especially if you actually were watching the movies as they came out. And yeah, had the for sure. But a cliffhanger hanger ending when you can watch the next movie directly after. Right. It's okay. Which we did not do. You said we you wanted haven't. to wait until after we recorded so yes. you didn't get confused. And I was like, that's a smart yes. decision. So I didn't want to watch the next two movies until we recorded this podcast because I didn't want to start talking about things that weren't in the first yeah. movie and have all the fan, the, the Lord of the Rings diehard be like, she's mixing them up. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that didn't happen in that one. That happened in the second one. I also think it's fair to wait a week because these movies eat up most of <laughs> yeah. our Sundays. <laughs> like, yeah. They're I know, too long to watch back to back. Right. Like it was like three hours, 48 minutes, three hours and 28 if you don't include credits, but it took us four and a half hours to watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is a third of our Sunday, essentially. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we could talk about Lord of the Rings, I'm sure, for hours. There are podcasts dedicated to this movie, but I would like to know your rating on this. And I know you have some letterbox reviews for me. So let's yes. go ahead and jump into that. 
I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. A promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Oh, Sam. As I knew we were getting to the point of having to give my rating. And I'm having a hard time. Mm. Because I don't, I can't really find anything wrong with this movie. And so I'm hesitant to give it five stars because I'm just hesitant to give anything five stars. <laughs> but I think it deserves it. I don't think you'd be alone in giving it five. I'm definitely not <laughs> scrolling through these reviews because usually I like to pick like a little bit of everything. A little bit of like a, a one star review, a three star review, a five star review for everyone. I was scrolling through these reviews and they're mostly five stars. Yeah. I'm going to give this movie five stars as well. Fair enough. It deserves it. I agree that there's not too much you can complain about. There right. are some complaints you could have. Um, one, <laughs> even the un, even the cut version, like the one that went to theaters, is still three hours long. Mm-hmm. But I think it needs to be. You know, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. It being almost four hours works. Yeah. I still wouldn't cut much from the four hour, like the three hour, no. 48 minute version. I'm still like, what are you cutting here, because man? Here's the issue when you turn such a beloved book series into movies people are going to be upset if you cut things out yeah of course absolutely and so i think making it longer and trying to include as much as you possibly can you're going to make those people happier and i think this movie did that like i think people that read the book from the reviews that i was reading found that the movie was an impeccable representation of it i've said impeccable like four times in this podcast i probably and I, have to and i don't <laughs> I don't usually use that hey, word. Hey, it speaks to how great this movie is. This movie's <laughs> impeccable. impeccable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this four and a half rings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's room to get better. I love it when I don't even, when I don't do the whole making up something. I'm committed to the bit. You still do it. I'm committed to the bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, four and a half rings. Um, <laughs> there's room for, obviously, to grow because the movie, this is my least favorite out of the three. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean it's a bad movie. I'm giving it four and a half out of five, for Christ's sake. It is great. Uh It is damn near perfection. There are very few complaints that one could have with this movie that are legitimate. You know what I mean? I'm sure there are people out there who gave this half stars because they were just like, ew, it's so long. Okay, watch something else. Don't watch this movie. You know what I mean? Like, you knew what you were getting into, man. Right. But I just think four and a half is... Is where this sits for me because there are other movies. The, the other two, I think, are, are probably fives, and they are better than right. this movie, so that makes them five. Mm-hmm. Um, again, though, I mean, there's not there's not much I can complain about. This is such an epic, epic fantasy that lays a fantastic groundwork of what is to come. Mm-hmm. As I was saying, the reviews for this, there's so many. First off, the Letterbox community gives this a four point four stars. Oh, I wanted to guess, man. Sorry. There's a lot of higher reviews. So I had to dig deep for some not so good reviews. We'll start with the lowest review. Someone gave this half a star. And their name is Obama Boomer 69. Okay. He said, this movie is fucking awful. Acting, 10 out of 10. Action, 10 out of 10. Music, 10 out of 10. Cinematography, 10 out of 10. Story, 
10 out of 10. Characters, 10 out of 10. Writing and pacing, 10 out of 10. No sex scene between Gandalf and Frodo, 0 out of 10. Between Gandalf and Frodo? 0 out of 10. Shit movie. The fuck? <laughs> That's what you wanted? <laughs> I want what? Samwise and Frodo getting it on by a campfire. I mean, I could get behind it, but goddamn, dude, what the fuck? So clearly, Gandalf would have tore his ass up, dude. Let's be honest. Clearly, fuck. this review is is a comedic review. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. actually think it was a, it was a half a star. Yeah. but I just thought that one was funny. <laughs> now I have a three star review to read for you. The book really does go on and on, and nobody gets laid. <laughs> nobody asks. Why can't we just fly to the mountain on one of those giant eagles? And nobody appears to need to go to the bathroom. All of which ruined the realism for me. (laughs) Hobbits and elves and midgets are proud creatures and deserve a better historical record. Oh, and the poems are awful. Literature, my ass. The films are not too bad, however. I see them as one long film Extra long, actually, as I think the extended versioning is the better rendition of the saga. The Canadian director, Lord Peter Jackson, does well directing and stuff. Filmed in the beautiful Australian outback with an all-Irish cast. This compendium, is that how you say it? A fantastical adventure is certainly worth a watch if you have a lot of time on your hands. I know. I still don't get where they get the three stars. Like they didn't say anything. <laughs> they don't go every, to the bathroom. It ruins the realism. I, 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 it's not even a real complaint, man. <laughs> if every fucking go movie and TV shows like we God. gotta show them going to the bathroom, that, that I mean, that'd be half of your fucking shit. <laughs> that'd be half of everything happening, dude. Yeah. What do you want? Kind of an odd review. Also, not great. <laughs> also, the whole no one getting laid. Duh, yeah, Frodo like, and no, Frodo no. and Gandalf are gonna fuck apparently, according to Obama, whatever Obama Boomer sixty nine. Like it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, he's okay couldn't feel the sexual happen. chemistry between the two. Oh my god, Christ! Um, and then just a funny four and a half star that says, "Get yourself a man as loyal as Samwise Gamgee." Yeah, fair enough. Yes, fair. Do enough. that, and you'll be you'll be set for life. Yeah. All right. I mean, shit. That's not bad. And now I have two. Five star reviews okay. to share. The first one is from Silent Dawn. Magical, astounding filmmaking. This could have turned out terribly. Oh, so terribly. But it didn't. It sure didn't. It's a near perfect cinematic experience and adaptation, delicately told right from the opening exposition dump that haunts the very marrow of my bones. A world with so much beauty soon becomes tarnished by darkness. It only becomes clear around the 45-minute mark why Jackson was chosen for the project. His craft is sweeping and relentlessly classical. Only a splatter and adventure geek could evoke such a crumbling destruction and still sell every mythical, at times overwrought line of dialogue. He believes in it. The world was real to Tolkien. It was real to Jackson. And it's real to the audience. Yeah. I mean, we. I, I think that's a pretty good summation of mm-hmm. what we talked about. This could have gone horribly. It didn't, thankfully, because yes. I mean, everything that ha- everything that they put into this was just. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. Peter Jackson deserves that's all the credit. Thing. The CGI, the practical effects, the makeup artist, everybody who was involved in this deserves all of the credit. Right, and I think the what makes it such a good movie is like you to in order to write and create a book like this, and then to create a movie based on the book is. The author 
and then the director of this movie, they had to believe in this world. Yeah. Like the actors that's too. The only way everyone to do has it. to get everyone has to believe in Right. It. It's like we talked about with the school for good and evil. Mm-hmm. I think Carrie Washington believed what she was doing. Right. You know what I mean? And the other characters just the other actors just didn't. Um and then the last review is also a five star review from Karen H. Alright, Karen, lay it on me. Pardon my French, but absolutely fuck off if you don't think these movies are perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. Yeah, that, no, I get it. The other five-star review was great. It was just a little long-winded. This one sums it up beautifully. <laughs> hey, man, you don't like this? Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. No. I wouldn't say they're perfect. I mean, but they, they, this movie specifically is is uh, great. But I think there's better to come. And that's why this has to be a 4.5 for me. Because the other ones are better. Yeah. And if they are better, then they need to be higher rated. Right. But I think if... I'm, I'm going to say this for... Yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking for you. Oh, okay. Like, well, I, feel like, I feel like if you haven't... If you hadn't seen the two other movies previously, then this movie may have been a five I liked for you. this more the second time. Oh. Yeah. I liked this more... The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is good. I think I probably would have given it like a three and a half or a four. I think watching it the second time, knowing what's coming, made it better. Oh. Also watching it with you, where it's like watching you have fun watch it. Because I was like, I was worried you were not going to be in this movie because of how long it was. Yeah. And how exposition heavy it is. But no, I I was shocked. I think I enjoyed it more knowing you were having fun too. Kyle loves when I geek out on things. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Especially movies. When you geek out during a movie, I'm like, yeah, here we go. Sweet. Now you know how I feel all the time. (laughs) Are we ready to move on to my questions for you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I have come with four questions. Okay. The first of which is, which made-up drug would you rather try? Pipeweed from Lord of the Rings or HFS from 21 Jump Street? Oh, Pipeweed. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff was killing people. I ain't trying that. They didn't know how to do it. They weren't doing it right, goddammit. <laughs> No pipeweed, because I feel like HFS, um, holy fucking shit, would literally kill me. <laughs> so, yeah. pipeweed. But I was like, I wanted to I wanted to take it to the extreme with that one. So, I was like, <laughs> what's an extreme drug? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Which we talk about, like, in multiple episodes, but have never covered for some <laughs> reason. My second question for you is, who would you rather have as your mentor? Uh-huh. Gandalf? Uh-huh. Or Dumbledore? You knew this one was coming. You had to know this one was coming. So, as I was reading through reviews, someone actually said, like, do not compare Gandalf to Dumbledore. I get, I get it. A lot of people have that. And, and I understand they're why. Gonna be, they're going to be salty. But, and I do love these movies. But I'm a Harry Potter stan, okay? Dumbledore. Do you think it's because you spent so much time and so much more years, honestly, Watching and loving Harry Potter than Lord of the Rings, so like you're kind of maybe gearing towards right. Dumbledore, yeah, right. So, so maybe because Harry Potter has we watch it multiple times a year and it's been right. in my life for a long time, and you just I've seen more of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. That could be swaying my opinion, but I also just think Dumbledore is he's just so much more like soft spoken and graceful almost than mm-hmm. Gandalf to me. Like he's just like quietly like behind the scenes that's kind of why i don't like him so oh. much because i feel like he just lets things happen that but he's i think like, he... he's like he got to trust the process and no, i'm like i don't want to trust I, the process i think he's working stuff behind the scenes constantly but yeah no i think i think i would pick 
I think I'd pick Gandalf mm-hmm. only because he would look me in the eye and be like, you could fucking die doing this, dude. Whereas Dumbledore's like, I'm not going to tell you until the moment you die that, you know, <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment because you have a horcrux inside your forehead, dude. Uh-huh. So good luck. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I just feel like he would, he's going to tell you, he's going to be honest with you. He's going to be up front. And Dumbledore's like, I'm going to hold on to this shit. So that way you're not prepared. <laughs> but I mean, I get why. Because he's like, you know, Harry has to die. So right. I, get I get it. I get it. I get it. He didn't want Harry to have to die. But I also even... feel like part of him was like, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> no, he was not. Also, he was already dead, so. Yeah, I just wanted to get you going. <laughs> Number three. Which troll is scariest? The troll in Moria? Or the troll in the ladies' bathroom from Harry Potter? Probably the troll in Moria. Yeah, absolutely. I think the so, troll too. troll in, in Harry Potter is dumb. He's dumb. <laughs> and I feel like the troll in... He's also just not bred to... Kill? Well, I mean, he just sees them and he's like, Oh, I gotta fucking kill them. Whereas I feel like... I feel like he wants to kill just because they're around. I feel like the troll in Moria is like, I'm gonna pull you in half. Yeah. And mash your remains into putty. Yes. Like, it was, he was killing orcs, bro. He was just smacking shit. He didn't give oh, a fuck. Yeah. He was like, if you're in the way, you're getting mashed. Whereas the troll in <laughs> Harry Potter was like... Oh, I see. I bonk. You know what I mean? Yes, he's like, bonk. Yeah, so I I, I know people are going to be like, why are you comparing this to Harry Potter? Because, dog, they're like the two biggest fantasy (laughs) franchises out there besides Game of Thrones, which I'm going to mention right now. So, number four is you are a sidekick in a fantasy world. Uh. I need you to rank in order from worst franchise to be a sidekick in to best franchise to be a sidekick in. Out of these three, are you ready? Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Worst is Harry Potter. Because I if I was one of if I was Harry's friend, I'd hate Harry. Really? I'd hate him. Because he gets all the freaking attention oh and you guys are always in the background going to going to battle with him, going to war with him, mm-hmm. making sure he's good, but he you get none of the attention. Okay. Terrible. Okay, okay. Interesting. Then Game of Thrones, because I don't think the sidekicks in that movie are cool enough. At least oh. most of them. Braun is very cool. Yeah. But then you have Hodor and Samuel Tarley, which I, I again, I love Samuel Tarley, but he's almost like useless. Yeah. I mean, he's educated. There's <laughs> and, that. And then Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, and then Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. because the sidekicks like. Aragorn, mm-hmm. and even Samwise Gamgee. They rock. They are just loyal, fight to the death Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. I would put Game of Thrones last because if you're a sidekick, 98% chance you're getting licked. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna, <laughs> That's they're, true. They're just going to cut your throat and be like, move on. Uh, so absolutely dead last for me. And then I would say Harry Potter. Yeah. And that's only because I'm not getting enough screen time, dog. Yeah. Like fucking Harry. You Harry's didn't get enough attention. credit. Everyone's <laughs> like, literally Hermione will be the one to take someone down and they're like, oh, it was Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yay. That Yay, was a terrible Harry. accident. But yeah. Uh, I agree. It's just like, the it's boy who Harry. lived. Yeah. It's always, it's like Cedric Diggory dies and they're like, hey, Harry Potter won the cup. Congratulations. Baltimore's back. That sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Thank but, God Harry didn't die. Yeah, for real. Everyone's like, sorry, Cedric Diggory. That sucks. <laughs> Harry's alive. That's all that matters, right? Uh, Harry and, survived again. He's amazing. In uh, first place, I would say Lord of the Rings, mainly because I would want to be homies <laughs> with most of these people. Like, most of these characters, so... I'd be like... I'd be like, cool, we're going on a trip. Besides <laughs> Pippin and Mary, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'll take one, I'll take both of their spots. I could be more of you I could be of more use That's, than both of them combined. It's so funny because a lot of the reviews were saying, like, this is the boys being boys. This is when when people say when people say boys will be boys, they're referencing <laughs> going on long journeys and adventures that take years to to accomplish, okay? That's what they mean. That's boys being boys, you know what I'm saying? Killing some orcs together. Yeah, that's it. Climbing over mountain passes on a Friday night. Oh my God. That is absolutely 110% what they mean when they say boys will be boys. That is an episode, I think. Like We've done the damn thing. Would you agree? I agree. All right. Let's go ahead and get out of here. You guys know what to do. We would appreciate if you could rate us on Spotify or Apple Music. That would be awesome. If you're old-fashioned and don't want to be on social media, uh, you can email us at kkdatenight at gmail.com. All of my links are in the episode description down at the bottom underneath the timestamps. And with that said, go watch a fucking movie.